Morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee with Casey, where we go over market conditions and market strategy. This starting our fourth year together, and it's funny. Um, I thought in the first week, it's like, well, I've said all I have to say. That was four years ago. So um, let's let's talk about what's happening in the market. First of all, today we want to talk about buyers. How, when, where, buy, why? Really, there's been some movement in the mortgage market that is really going to help these buyers out and bring more buyers out, give them more opportunities, especially first-time home buyers. Take a walk around and see what's going on, all right? First of all, last year, no secret that, um, uh, you know, the inventory was way down, sales were way down. So what I did was I started marketing in a minute, where on Wednesdays, I'll put out a market in a minute, which is a one, uh, one minute, 30 seconds, that just brings you up to date on where is the inventory, what's happening, whether the current interest rates, whether they're going up or down. In other words, real quick, within a minute and a half, you get a snapshot of what's going on in the market. So let's, uh, and you can see that on our Instagram account. So we go over the last year inventory was definitely down. Uh, in our main market, which is Vienna, it was down 23%. So across the board, 20%, the inventory was down. That affects realtors, appraisers, mortgage company, that affects everybody. So real estate is a massive field. So with interest rates down or with uh, inventory down, it was it was a tough year for anybody in the industry. So let's look at what's happened in the last 30 days. In the last 30 days, inventory has really started to bubble, right? We've got interest rates coming down that we'll talk about, but everybody's starting to bring their houses back on the market for 2024. So in the last 30 days, 85% increase in homes coming on the market in Vienna, 88 in McLean. You can see across the board, some markets, not so much, but a lot of markets are starting to see increased inventory over 2023, okay? So here's what's driving everything is the interest rates are going down. So I've told you, if you want to know about interest rates, first go to the oil fields, find out that we're pumping more oil, that the oil prices are coming down, fuel prices are coming down, gas prices are coming down. When that comes down, inflation comes down. When inflation comes down, interest rates come down. Inflation bumped up a little bit, and you can see right now where that's affecting the 10-year bonds. Why is this more important? This is the indicator of day-to-day, hour-by-hour, minute-by-minute of what the market is doing with interest rates. So currently, about 4%. Our mortgage rates should be about 1.7% higher than that or 5.75. They're currently about 6.5%. So I can tell you with all certainty that those rates will float down, right? And we'll keep an eye on it every week. But there's your interest rates. This is Freddie Mac. And these are as the rates are floating down. Now you're going to start to see more opportunities for buyers. And, <clears throat> and now I think that makes it easier for sellers to start putting their houses back on the market. All right, so let's take a look at how that's affecting the markets. Now, over a million dollars, and again, this is what we call the success rate. So if 10 homes were on the market, how many are under contract? Well, over a million dollars in Vienna, only 40% are. So anything under 40% is a buyer's market. Anything over 60% is a seller's market. So over a million dollars, most of these markets are, are in buyer's markets right now. Why? We've had heavy inventory in the last... 30 days, so it's starting to build. Here we go. All right, now let's look at the homes under a million dollars. What opportunities are there for buyers under a million dollars? Not much right now. 
right? 88% of the homes under a million dollars in Vienna are under contract, 100% in McLean. And you can see across the board, <clears throat> most markets are in seller's markets until you get out west, right? Now, if I'm in Ashburn, only 33% of the homes under a million dollars are under contract. That's a great opportunity, right? So here's some opportunity buys for people out there. And I think that as far as these markets are concerned, we just have to watch the inventory as it comes on, right? Now, <clears throat> I want to switch to buyers, okay? Normally, I talk about sellers and listing homes and got that. Let me talk to buyers, right? So maybe my um, uh, clientele, if you will, are older listing, uh, people are listing their houses. They all have kids, right? They all know, I have nephews and, and nieces, and, and they all know, you, you know, the younger people struggling to get into the market. Some have tried to put in many contracts and haven't been able to get a house. So the first thing I want to talk about is, should you be buying a house, right? And, and time, forget about the time. Should you be buying a house? The answer is, here's the chart since 2010 of the wealth of a homeowner versus a renter, right? So <clears throat> some millennials may have seen older people get a house and lose that house or the value dropped dramatically back in 2005, 2007, 2010. But the fact is you need to buy a house. A house puts down roots. There's a lot of benefits to home ownership. You can fix and do whatever you want to that house and make it your own. And I think that's the most important thing of home ownership. But look at the wealth of the people that have purchased homes versus the people that rent. So the bottom line is going to need to buy a house. Sooner or later, you're going to need to buy a house. The first, next question is where, okay? So let's talk about this for a second. Where do you buy your house? So let's take a 3,000 square foot home that was built in, let's say, 1990. <clears throat> in McLean, that house is 1.65 million. That's what it costs. Some people need to live in McLean. They need to be closer to DC. That's a quickest shot into DC and they pay a premium for living in it. In Vienna, same house, $1.3 million. So you save 350,000 by moving from McLean to Vienna. If you move out towards Reston and out towards Potomac Falls, Reston is 1.15. So we dropped another 150,000. So the farther west you go, the lower the cost is for that house. So a same home in McLean costs 1.65, in Ashburn, it costs 900. In Percyville, it's 850, right? So depending on how close you have to be to work, and usually the national average is 30 minutes, how close you are to work will dictate how far out you move. Some people don't mind the commute, so they'll move out you know, to Percyville or Round Hill, uh, like my daughter did, and she loves it. So you know that's your chart. Now, the other one is if you're gonna go down to 66 corner, Again, we have McLean and Vienna. Go to Oakton. The spread from Vienna and Oakton is not that much anymore. It used to be about $150,000. Now it's about $70,000, right? Move down to Centerville, you're down to $918,000. Let's call it nine hundred. dollars So the difference between Centerville and Vienna is about $400,000. Keep going out in the Haymarket, about eight sixty-two. dollars So <clears throat> the first thing a buyer really needs to know is, what do I what do I need? Space, feature, function, you know, amenities. Then 
you've got to adjust where you're looking based on what you need. If you can only spend a million dollars and you must have X, Y, and Z, then you're just going to have to move farther out to get it, whether it's Centerville or Haymarket or Ashburn or, or Round Hill or Percival or whatever it is. So, so know that you will adjust your pricing on how far you go. Now, why is, why is it really exciting what's happening right now with buyers? Financing was really easy back in 2005, 2007, 2000, about 2007. In fact, we made statements like we could, you know, we could uh, qualify a ham sandwich to buy a house back in 2007. And then it went from too easy to qualify to too hard to qualify, right? They went from no money down, just tell us what you make, no income verification, no asset verification. If you can breathe, onto a mirror and fog it up, you can have a house. That's just the way it was. So what happened then was the, the uh, mortgage criteria got really tight. Okay, now you have to put up 20% down. Now you have to qualify for everything. I mean, really qualify. Don't, not just, they really got tough on people that qualify. So your buyer pool went from, let's say, 10 out of 10 to one and a half out of 10 that have, that kind of money, 20% down, that kind of income, that kind, you know, all of that stuff. So <clears throat> it went from having a huge buyer pool to a small buyer pool. Now, over time, and I mean, it's just really hit recently. They raised the limits you can have on your mortgages. They've lowered the down payment you can have on your mortgages. They've lowered the mortgage insurance you can have on your mortgages. So I'm not saying that qualifying is easier, but I am saying that the loan availability is much greater now than it's been. Let me give you a few examples. If you want to buy a house for $750,000, you can do it with no money down. No money down, multiple ways, BHDA, not huge interest rates, normal interest rates. But let me, let me explain the thing when I say MI. MI is mortgage insurance. Now, mortgage insurance, because in 2007 and whatever, there was massive amounts of foreclosures and losses, the private mortgage insurance, you would pay maybe four or $500 a month to get a low money down, you know, a low down payment. Now it's shrunk almost to a hundred bucks, minuscule amount, right? So that mortgage insurance has shrunk and now people can put up 5% down to buy a home up to 1.2 million. So let's think about that for a second. Let's say you want a million dollar house. 5% down is $50,000 to put down to buy the house. Now, rates are coming down. I know rates right now are still a little high, but get a get an arm, get a seven-year arm or whatever with a lower interest rate and just watch that market flow down. And when the interest rates go down far enough, that's when you refinance, right? So get in the house now for $50,000 and you know, pay the mortgage payment and then let that rate float down and then refinance. Because if rates go down to five or four and a half, then you're gonna see buyer pools coming out and then you're gonna see prices start to rise again. So you may have missed out on the bubble at 2020, but here it comes again, right? So uh, prices today are where they were in 2022. They've leveled off, they're not coming down, they're not depreciating. They're pretty much where they were, right? So 5% down, find that perfect house, get in there. Mortgage insurance is minimal. Now, 
a lot of times they may have had some loans available that were first and seconds and it got a little complicated and second trust was higher than the first and uh, forget about it. Right this second, I'm telling you that mortgage rates do not penalize a buyer for only putting up 5% down. And the mortgage insurance is minuscule. And the $50,000 can come from the bank of mom and dad, right? Let's say you have 25 and, you're, and you need 25,000 more, right? So here's what I would do. $25,000 from the buyer, $25,000 gift letter from mom and dad, have the seller pay for the closing cost, and you're in that house, million dollar home, for $25,000 down. That's very, very powerful, right? So you've got to own, we've just seen people that own houses have 400,000 in, in um, uh, assets. People that rent have seven or eight. Blow up that millennial mindset of you should rent and not own. That is, that is, that's past, right? It's ridiculous. You're gonna have kids, you're gonna have a wife, and a husband, you need to own a house and you need, or whatever, you need to own a house. You need to put your roots down. You need to be in the same school district, not being bumped around. And you need to be able to fix up your house that you own. Here's another good thing. Rents increase every year. Mortgage payments do not. So that, that mortgage payment you have, there's gonna be a slight increase in taxes, but that mortgage payment you have is going to remain constant. So although it seems like a lot right now, it's not going to seem like a lot, not going to seem like a lot in, in two or three years, right? Because it's going to say, in fact, it's going to go down when interest rates go from six and a half or six, all the way down to four and a half, and you refinance, that mortgage payment goes down now, right? So, so where you buy is depending on what you need, where you have to be, right? Um, how you buy has gotten a lot easier. 5% down, up to $1.2 million. 10% down, up to $2 million. So if somebody wants to buy a home for $1.5 million, they're putting up 10% down. Again, bank of mom and dad or money that you have in savings or money you can, you know, you want to talk to your 401k program because there's an opportunity to borrow money from a 401k. I'm not an expert at that. You need to talk to your, your, uh, your company about it, but people pull out of 401ks to do it, uh, pull out of savings, borrow from mom and dad, borrow from somebody to get in that house. The goal is you've got to buy a house. You got to buy a house before we may have a run-up in pricing. We may not. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Timing is not it. Timing is not the matter. The matter is that you get established so your kids have a school. Now I will say when you're looking the most important thing that people look for is schools. And if you have a six-month-old or a 10-month-old, um, doesn't matter. They're going to be going to school one of these days. You're going to need to get in the right school district. So when you're looking, you're looking at price, space, feature, function. You know, what do I need? And then make sure you get in a good school district. And that's the way you want to narrow it down. You want to have a good lender, okay? So our lender is Mike Filan. And all you have to do is he's on everything we have. His name is Mike Filan. He's a senior VP over at First Heritage. And he's the guy that gets us all our information on, on the financing. And I will tell you, it's money, right? 10% down with regular interest rates, no real PMI to worry about. Um, that's powerful. That, that is That opens up our buyer's pool, folks. And I think that 
people have been kind of um, not not in the dark. I'm not going to say in the dark, but forgot all about these programs and they've gotten easier and easier as years have gone by. And now they increased all of the levels that they'll go up to. And, and now we're looking at $750,000 with no money down. 1.2 million with 5% down, $60,000 to buy a $1.2 million house. The buyer pool is increasing. And as word starts to seep out that now the, the private mortgage insurance has gone down and I can get in with a little amount of money and, and then rates come down, watch the buyer pool go like this. So I would say it went from one point, it went from 10, 10 out of 10, the buyer pool in 2005, all the way down to 1.5, two out of 10. And now it's going to about six, seven out of 10. And it's increasing the buyer pool. And that means more people that can get into a house. If you've just gotten married, you need to start finding something to move into. And, and let's talk about condos, townhouses, and single family detached. Some people move from a condo to a townhouse to a single family detached. But each time you do that and sell, you have to, um, you have to sell it, pay the cost of buying and selling. So any equity you may have built up is gone when you have to sell it. So two things you can do. One, look for a single family detached home. Try and get everything you could possibly do to get into a single family detached home. Going to want to have dogs, going to have kids, going to have, try and do it. As, and if, if you can't do it in Indiana or you can't do it in Oakland or this and that, just keep moving out until you find that house or that community that you want. I'm going to give you a tip. The bank of mom and dad want that house to be close to where they are. And that's why sometimes they're willing to pay to keep, not you. They don't love you. They don't love the kids. They want those grandbabies and they want them to stay close. So that's why they put you through college. You've gotten married. Now you're having kids and they want to keep those grandbabies close. So that's why that's a good place to stop. And the reason I say that is because in the last year, when interest rates got to 8%, the most important bank in town was the bank of mom and dad. We saw a lot of cash, a lot of huge down payments. I know where they're coming from. You know, we asked them and, uh, and we can see the gift letters. So we know what's coming. And I will just tell you that I don't think you need to go to mom and dad if you don't have to, but $50,000 to buy a $1.2 million house without overextending yourself. That shouldn't be the last 50,000 you own to your name. So without ex overextending yourself, because you don't want to do that. But if that's something you can do, and a lot of people can, you need to start thinking about that. You need to start planning. Forget what you hear from the millennials about you shouldn't buy a house and blah, 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 blah. That's, a, that's just a bunch of bullshit, right? Everybody needs to put down roots, be a part of their community. And that's just the way it, that's just the way it is. So... You know, that's a look at the market, market conditions. Uh, as we look forward to 2024, you know, what do we see? Well, inventory is already starting to shoot up, you know, 80% over last year. Forget the five-year average. Last year. Let's take a look at last year. We're 80, 85% higher than it was last year. Some markets haven't kicked in yet, but there are some markets. If you watch market in a minute or you watch Coffee with Casey, you're going to know which markets are popping up with inventory and which are not, which homes are in buyer markets, which homes are in seller markets. 
So it's important to stay up to date with market conditions. And I'm trying to make it easy on the market in a minute. That's that's 90 seconds, right? So I got to listen to a bunch of my yabbering on as we go along, right? So, so keep an eye on that for the inventory. The interest rates are falling. Um, inflation is down. We'll see you again next week. If you want to catch up on previous Coffee with Casey's, you can go to caseysampson.com. Julie's got them all laid out for you. We'll see you again next week at 1030 on Coffee with Casey. Bye now.